Uh, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 230 of Dude and the Monkey. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Ian Loring, hello. And today we have we have a double another double review show for you. Today we're going to chat uh, the latest instalment of the Saw franchise uh, with Jigsaw. Uh, I think it is it the first one for about four or five years. I think isn't it? Twenty ten apparently. Twenty ten is the first one for seven years. Yeah, because they did they did one like oh, fuck me. What am I sitting on? Sorry. Um, um, sorry. What are you sitting on? A red top to elicit that response. <laughs> It was um, it's a little, it's a little toy that Lottie's got. It's like a, I don't know. She got it free with something. It's like a monster face, but like, it's like you can stick it in things. So there was a bit of a sharp end. Um, yeah, that nearly went out of my ass then. Right. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 would be going in the fucking steam cleaner on a bib then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Quite. Oh God. Um. Yeah, no, because they did, like, one a year with Saw for, like, fucking ages. Mm. Um, and then it, yeah, I, I, and then, you know, obviously they've had to stop. And we'll, we'll talk about it, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're also going to chat the um, sequel to Creep, a match that's entitled Creep 2, mm-hmm. um, the, which was uh, which, which we'll also get into. There's a few weird bits about this that we'll get into. Um, we're going to do some what we've been watching. I don't think we got a chance to do it on the last show, did we? Um, no, so I'd, I'd, I'd like to actually talk about Death of Stalin instead of just mentioning that I watched it and I got some Yeah, yeah it'd be well, quite so. interesting for, for, for that there. Mm. Uh, and uh, I've got a few bits to chat about in, in there as well. Uh, we'll do some trailers, probably some tangents uh, in general. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we've got a question on uh, Twitter as well. Well, so yeah, so we'll, we'll get into it from there. It should be a, a, a fun packed show. Uh, I'm going to say it now. We're not. We're just not going to talk about all the no, other crap that's no, going on in the no, movie no, world no, at the moment. Because, no. um, frankly, as important as it is, and, and blah and blah and blah, I, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't think it needs our voice. Would you agree on that, Ian? Yeah, everybody already knew Kevin Spacey was gay, and it's fucking like the the way he conflated gay and Pete Nefilia in the same statement is fucking retarded and I can't believe he did that that's it it's it, it, it's, it's very redactive for a man who has lived who has been around that community for as long as he has to basically it's a bit of a middle finger it, it, it is it has maybe made Kevin Spacey look a little bit like oh you're a prick yeah um, can I say what, 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 I will say this though that is, that is rather uh, amusing uh, I say amusing you've got to take it in the sense that I'm meaning it by the way so nobody get your fucking panties in a wad but every um, week iTunes do a different iTunes essentials movie that they do for like three ninety nine or three forty nine for essentially a week do you know what it is this week no what it's LA Confidential. Yeah, oh God, it is as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> yeah, for three forty nine, and, and, and I'm actually looking at it going, I'm going to buy that, because that's a good deal, three forty nine. extras and as well, actually. That's with all the extras, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, including a, I, th- I think there's a, I think there's actually a, a commentary with Kevin Spacey in there. Oh dear. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna not kind of delve into all that. I think we, we've kind of covered it, and I just I, I just don't think it needs our voices uh, adding to it. Um, I I don't think I've watched a single trailer. Uh, I, I've watched uh, I've oh I've watched one. Mm. I've watched one. Uh, yeah, for 
what's it called? Um, Mudbound. Oh, the which Netflix is available show. on Netflix in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That, that fucker. Good. That fucker looks good. Mm-hmm. Okay. That yeah. looks, it's a fucking. It's a. It's. It's a really, really strong trailer as well. Sweet. Okay. That's. Yeah, I've, I've heard really good things. It's got good notices coming out of film festivals and stuff. So um, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm live pouring myself a Jack and Coke here. So apologies. <laughs> Very nice. And also in Mudbound, it, it was quite nice to see Kerry Mulligan uh, back on screen and going, "Oh god, yeah, she was a thing like four or five years ago and then disappeared." <laughs> yeah, no, she's been. I think yeah. Where the fuck has she been? She's been uh, mothering. Um, she's been having kids. Mothering she? sons. Yeah. Right. She's she's, been, she's, been, she's she's essentially been giving birth to sons of Mumford. Yep, indeed. And and then they can go and work with Steptoe, and it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, bad, bad fucking stories. Right. Uh, so yes, uh, right, yeah, yeah. Just trailers, but well, there's a reason why I think we haven't watched many trailers. They're quite simply hasn't been any. No, there hasn't. Not... It's it's a quiet period. It's a quiet period. Yeah, we've, it, I think November's kind of sneaking up on people. You know, it's it's like seven weeks to Christmas, and that is insane. Yeah, I mean, you got um, we got Justice League in a couple of weeks, which is mental that Justice League is out in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah. So I think you know we'll probably see an Aquaman teaser trailer coming down the pipe soon. Um, but yeah, no, it's. Uh, yeah, we're just, I mean, I mean, the nature of the films we're reviewing this week kind of says that it feels like a bit of a quiet, it feels like a lull. Um, it, 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 it is, yeah. I think it's, I think th- there's definitely a sense of uh, the studios going, do you know what? We better give Thor a little bit of time to breathe here because, um, I mean, I think, what else was there? There was... My Little Pony movie, I think, was out. As, well, that was last week, wasn't it? It was out. Uh, is there something else out this week? For kids' holidays? This, this coming... Oh, um, well, Paddington 2's out in a couple of weeks. That's the big yeah. film for the next little bit. So, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Paddington was ace. The thing is, the weird thing is, I enjoyed Paddington and liked Paddington. But I'm back to the same point as I was with Paddington, of in the sense that I'll watch it, but I just don't give a shit. But I'm sure when I watch it, I'll really enjoy it because Paddington was, was was a lovely movie. There's no getting away from it. The, tra- the trailer makes Lottie lose her shit. She fucking oh, loves it. She hasn't she nice. hasn't seen the first one yet. So I'm going to show her the first one in, in the next week or so. I'm waiting for it to get cheap on iTunes because um, it's 7.99 on there at the moment, and I know next week it will be a fiver. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. It'll be it'll be at most 5.49 next week. Yeah. Yeah, at most so. yeah um so yeah so well, I, I suppose yeah that, that quite nicely segues in from paddington um to jigsaw um, yeah, sure, which is the ninth saw movie mm-hmm. mm. is, is it the ninth Let's i want to say it's the eighth i want to say it's the eighth one two three four five six seven eight it is the eighth yes okay. it is it is the eighth um saw movie um we are all spoilers all of the time uh can you remember that, please, guys? Um, so we'll get quite spoilery, quite kind of probably quite quickly with this one. It's directed by the Spirit Brothers, which was quite interesting. Um, Only reason why I went to see it. Yeah, that that was interesting because they've they've done some some fun stuff. And again, it's insane. This movie only cost ten million dollars. Ah, I will 
preface that or I'll caveat that with it's insane that this movie only cost $10 million and then it's had the amount of exposure that it's had is what I will say. Mm. Maybe not as insane that it cost $10 million when you've watched it. Um, so, yes, um, plot. It's a Saw movie. So there's a bunch of people uh, who are in a game which contains traps and the authorities are trying to find them. It's about it, really, isn't it? There's not mm. there's not that much else going on. It's, it's, quite, it's quite a difficult movie to kind of go through, though, what is it? Um, but the traps are... You have five people, I believe it is, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Five. Uh, have woken up and they have buckets placed over their heads, chains around their necks, and um, a voice comes on, and it's the familiar voice of John Kramer, and we're hearing this voice saying that they have to give blah, 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 and then it starts moving the chain towards and all of these saw blades are going and then four of them managed to get out one of them appears to be asleep at the start of it um which i'm quite how you can sleep through that i don't know um he seemingly um gets killed and then his body is hung up above a a, a bridge and it is found and then a detective oh, yeah. start looking into it. Um, <laughs> I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Detectives start looking into it and they're being helped by the um, coroner and his assistant into looking into it and things move on from there. And we'll get more into the plot going there. So, Ian, um, what do you think of uh, Jigsaw? Okay, so the thing is with Jigsaw is that I think it. I, I think it's a schizophrenic film in that it seems to think that people know everything about the Saw franchise, um, but at the same time, kind of hopes that people know fuck all about it. Um, in that, the only way part of this film is a mystery, as in the everything involving John Kramer is in the past. The only way you would think that is a mystery is if you completely forgotten the Saw franchise because the Saw franchise has not one iota of supernatural stuff going on. No, it doesn't absolutely know that. So all the way through, I'm just thinking, all right, it's not, it's not Tobin Bell. It's not Tobin Bell. It's not Tobin Bell. And then it is Tobin Bell. Oh, okay. Yeah. This stuff's in the past. Ah, so, so, so you got that then? Yeah, yeah, as soon as as soon as he turned up, and it was obvious that it wasn't a dream or a hallucination or whatever, it was like, okay, this entire section is in the past because thinking yeah, on it, thinking on it, you you get um, none of them seem to know who John Kramer is, which considering everyone in the present seems to know who John Kramer is, feels a bit weird. Yeah. And as soon as the girl sees him, and she's like, John, she's not like, John, you're fucking dead. <laughs> you, you, know, know what? Then, you know what? Now you couldn't mention it, because I, 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 I kind of, I was sat there going, how are they going to explain this then? How are they, they going to explain this? And, it did, and then when he did that, I went, ah, oh, that's quite obvious then, actually. I think what happened, I, I think I just switched my brain off a little bit too yeah. much when I went in at this movie. Easily done. I, I, yeah. I will say, the who was actually behind it all, I didn't get. Um, oh yeah, that, that was that was. I, 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 see, I got that bit because it, they, what they were doing was they, they were making it too obvious. 
the, the, the thing is, it was just the fact that the, the, the fucking detective, no, coroner, whoever the fuck, the fact that, I don't know, he's got a kid and, you know, he's trying to live life, but he's also doing this fucking horrible stuff. To be honest, I thought it was going to be his sidekick guy. Um, oh, the uh, detective's the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, um, fucking whatever the fuck his name is. Um, you know, I, I don't know who's any who anybody's name is. You, you know, it's not going to be arsehole detective. Uh, Halloran. No, it was never going to be Halloran. It was never going to be him. You knew it what, wasn't going to be. You, you mean stock cool detective number two? Oh, it's fucking like just so generic. Um, it, it was. It was, wasn't it? When, it? when he turned up in that in the red Mustang, I just thought, oh, Christ, really? If he comes out of this, lights a cigarette and then puts a jacket on, it, it is just it is it it's, goes on. It, yeah, it, it, and then he did, and it was like, yeah. do you know what? Fair enough. The guy looks quite fucking cool. Yeah, no, 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 true. I mean, like he, he played it well enough. You know, it's a stock yep. role, but he, he played it fine. But the thing is, you know, it's not going to be Lady Coroner because it's no, just it, like, it, it's of course it's, it's, it's not. Yeah, it's it's way too obvious if it's Lady Coroner. So it's like, who are you left with? And it's like coroner or detective's assistant who's in it, but not in it that much. Yeah, he, he, he's in it in the he's in it in the background enough to to, um, to make it um, to, to make him kind of seem like he could be him. But the only person where I was going, well, it's not her. Is the is the sidekick? Is is the um, coroner's assistant? Because it's just it, it's it's obviously not her. But again, it, it's just. It was another. Really, they just—it's this so. This film was so full of stereotypes. Yeah, no, quite. And but I mean, the thing is, on the reveal of that, and then what felt like twenty minutes of of, of trying to justify what the fuck has been happening for the previous like hour. It, it just it, it it really just fucking killed it for me. It was like I I, I genuinely. I don't give a fuck. I, ju- I really don't care. I'm, why am I watching this? And I mean, <laughs> the, the Spirit Brothers, I believe they, they kind of generally write and direct their own stuff, but they only directed this. Mm. Um, and I just have to wonder, like, why? It, it's, I don't know, it's a Saw film, which just does what Saw films do. Is it, do you think there's a possibility with that? Because we'll, we'll get back to the movie, but it's, very good kind of point to raise with that is do you think there's maybe a thing of they've said right yeah we'll give you we'll give you 25 million your next movie and they've gone we need 40 and they've gone right but we're in year 25 we need 40 and they've gone do you know what tell you what we'll make a deal we'll give you 40 if you direct this next Saw movie yeah I, yeah I mean, and could... they've gone I go on then, yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll do that. And they've put in minimum effort into yeah. it. Um, it. But yeah, it they, they, they minimum, are. minimum effort, though. It, it really is. There's nothing inventive about this at all. No, there's not. And uh, it's interesting. I went to see it with, with, with Bex. Um, oh, okay. She sort of said after it, said, it was it was fine to watch. It was, it was, fun, it was fun enough to watch. And your time with it is if you're you know what you're getting and if you've enjoyed enough of the other Saw movies it's it's okay to spend time with it's not a waste of time if it had been 
near, near two hours long it would have been but it's 90 odd minutes long isn't it uh, it's, it's 90 minutes before credits probably um and but, said, but the said it didn't feel should she made a good point said you know the the original ones were um they the traps had something to do with the person's crime yeah, yeah. and these didn't they were just traps um and i, I i've and, got to say the one where he's dangling over the thing yeah i didn't get what that was yeah well that, that, that as well there and just that and they weren't that innovative or they seemed too far removed from what they became they were too clean and too crisp and too well produced they weren't gnarly enough no i mean the, the the most gnarly thing in the film is not even during one of those scenes it's when they remove the fucking bucket head thing and the, the brain's exposed which got yeah. got some reactions out of the audience i saw it with yeah i, I think my exact words to that was oh that was grim Mm. <laughs> which I, I spent a lot of the film going <laughs> this film because that's what it kind of did it was just a bit <laughs> yeah I, it, it, I don't know it just it that's, there's I, there's nothing to it there's, there's just there's nothing to it and it's you know you've spent seven eight years away and now you're doing another one and the thing is where do they go from here because it's not like tobin bell's going to rock up in the next one either i mean fuck if they made it supernatural i could maybe go for that at this point you, you could do it, it, it it's just because did he die was it i think there's been one since he died this is the second one since he died isn't it Although it might even be the third, I think. No, God, dude, nah, man, fuck, he died in Saw 3. Did he? Fucking hell. See, I've seen all the Saw films, but I just, they're so interchangeable, I reckon you could show somebody them out of sync and you wouldn't notice. I'm pretty sure it's three, because then there's at least two where it's, like, his apprentice, and, like... Oh, the, the chick, the, yeah. The first one's, like, who the fuck is it? And then the second one is... And it's revealed it's like a detective, and then it's like that person covering their tracks. Yeah. Um, and then, like in the last, in the saw the final chapter, I think like Carrie Elway's turn. It turns out it's him. Yeah. Uh, um. You know. So. Yeah. I don't, it's like, what are they? If they did do another one, what are they going to do? It's going to be Mr. Coroner. Great. Br- brilliant. So, yeah. I mean, I like the idea of now he's basically just, he's almost like a vigilante, but he's a vigilante who uses saw games. Um, it's just a bit boring though, yeah, isn't it, it? it? It is. It is more boring. Because I mean, I think it was, I want to say it was Saw 6, where it was a bunch of it, like people who worked for like an insurance firm were were the players. Um and there was some like actual like kind of social commentary stuff going on. I think that there. I think that was Sussex, yeah. Um, you know, and and that, I, I you know, I, I I don't know. At least they're, at least they're trying something. Um, and I mean, I kind of thought that in moments in this one, maybe they were going to try and be funny. You know, I, I think there were more attempts at jokes in this one than there have been in previous ones because, like, the, the, a lot of the previous Saw films are straight up fucking nasty. 
Yeah, that, that's it. It, it. But the was it Raya, the, 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 the essentially the, the let's try and put this guy in for comic relief guy. Um, yeah. it, it him. It was a bit like, what was his crime really that bad? You know, I mean, yeah. fuck, man, it's not as bad as that main girl. Yeah, hers was hers was was, was just fucking cruel. Yeah, but it was like it wasn't that fun. bad, and the, you know. None of those guys, you know, they, I would say that the um, Mandela Van Peebles is, yeah, Mandela Van Peebles' kid, his crime was pretty bad. Selling a kid a, a, a bike that he knew the brakes weren't working on yeah. is a little bit, that's 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 just fucking cruel. Mm. But the other one of, you know, it, it just seems like the 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 girl who stole the purse and the, the lady died because she didn't run and give her an inhaler, that's a little bit, nasty but you could maybe that's teetering on the edge of does she quite deserve a saw game um mm. but the, his didn't seem that bad he was drunk with some friends he stood up and fell out of the thing and the car crashed that's that's jay gone wrong and also you have to call bullshit on the fact that john kramer put someone in there who at the end of the first game goes oh actually shit yeah you just made an honest mistake yeah, you know, it's like no, there's there's not like the, the the jigsaw of the previous films. You know, if that guy is fucking sure of himself before he puts people in these games. He's obviously yeah. sure. Whereas with this, it's almost like he fucking run. He, the, the guy starts getting hit by the saw blades. He's like, oh, shit, actually. Yeah, no, you know, you, it was just a mistake. And it, 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 it's just like, what? You, you, you've kind of you've in this movie eighth movie and you've almost kind of you've, you've you've for the first time shown a fucking chink in the morality of the guy which kind of but the chink is at the start of the rest of the movies which kind of makes the rest of the movies a little bit like well hang on a minute that doesn't make sense because yeah. he he had this then you know, he, he, the, the first time he tried to do this, or one of the first times he tried to do this, he got a crisis of fucking conscience. Yeah, yeah, quite. I, and I, I, there's, there's not one bit. I mean, I, 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 you know, in the end of the day, this is saying this guy has been helping out all along. All along. But there's, but, but, but there's been other people helping him out yes. at different points. Yeah. So, so was there a point where he was like? Oh no! Sorry, uh, sorry, Logan. I, I I can't come out tonight. Um, no, I'm not living in the studio because um, I've I've got I've got shit on. I've got some chemo. Yeah, I've got chemo today. Ah, oh, yeah. I forgot you worked at the hospital. No, no, I won't see you there. Shit. Um, I'm 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 I I just feel sick. Hung up and gone. Right. Should we get to work with building that face trap? Who was that? Yeah, Nobody. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> Oh, shit, all these guys never meet. <laughs> I mean, doesn't the end of the first saw, he gets up, he's like the body. Yeah, he's the body, that's it. Like, that's a cool twist. Mm. It, it was. I, I, the first saw. The thing is, the rest of the saws have always had an, a, an, a, an, an entertainment value to them, um, or a... That you, that you said, you know, it's been fun to work at what's going on, and the kills have been good, and traps have been have been a little bit kind of interesting, things like that. But the first one is a genuinely great movie. 
I think that's what, that, Danny of... Glover's in it, isn't he? That, yeah. Is it Danny Glover? Yeah, that's fucking mental. Well, it's it, it's I mean the, the the thing is it's it's James Wan, and it's that yeah, but it's directed by James Wan. It's so he I, I don't know, but the first I, I need to rewatch the first Saw. The first Saw movie is is a fucking cracking movie. Mm. I remember seeing I remember seeing the Saw movie at the cinema. Yeah, I saw um, it in the cinema as well, actually. Yeah, I, I think I saw the first three in the cinema. And we got to the cinema and knowing knowing literally nothing about it at all. Mm. Um, and then coming out of it going, that was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I was reading a thing with James uh, Wan and Lee Wanell who said that um, when they flew over to um, the States to pitch um, Saw, they wanted to bring the doll as a prop that was going to be in the movie because they had the doll already, mm. um, and they and uh, the only way they could do it they wouldn't they didn't want to put it in what is it um, into a, a what is it a case or anything like that because they didn't trust that it would end up getting dished about and getting their foot. So what they ended up doing was buying it a set. They, they basically managed to work <laughs> out that they bought it a seat on the plane. And so they had to strap it in and everything on the plane, and it was sat in between them. That's pretty solid. Yeah, and that's that. That's like that's, and it's because they said that the the, the the whole thing didn't make sense without this. Yeah, and I mean, fuck, it's a good doll, and it's a good doll. And the thing is that the, you know both of them have kind of credited it and said, you know, probably without that doll, without making that stupid decision. Careers wouldn't happen because mm. that's it. Saw was a career starter for those guys. Oh god, yeah, god, yeah. Um, but I mean, the Spirit Brothers. It kind of feels like a director for hire job. Yeah, it, there's there's not an ounce of passion to the film whatsoever. No, it, it's a little bit like when um, what was his name uh, directed Cabin Fever two. Oh, Ty West. Ty West directed Cabin Fever 2 and then basically just tried to spend um, like two years getting his fucking name removed from it. Mm. Well, I mean, to be fair, Ty West doesn't seem to want anything to do with um, horror whatsoever at this point, so... No, he doesn't. He seems to have, to, to have turned his back on it, which is, which is fine, you know. It's, you know, it, it's, it's, it's how a lot of folks work. A lot of folks get into film, buy a horror, and then move on. Mm. But, I mean... Uh, 27 million worldwide so far. Only cost 10 million. It's not. It's not going to lose any money. It's not losing any money. But would you say that that that's a success for? No, it kind. To, to be fair, I think they're probably. I'd like to think they're not going to bother doing another one for a bit. And when they do, which they will, just just completely reboot. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, it might be, might be a better idea. Um, but shall I look and see what the other ones have made in comparison? I mean, they're they've all, all yeah. They've all done better. Yeah, they've all, they've all yeah, without question, done better. All right, here we go. Um, so worldwide, the only one to track in at under a hundred million was Saw Six. Yeah, there you go. And that made seventy million worldwide. Um, and these are cheap films, the, man. Yeah, seventy-four million in total for all of them. Expensive was Saw 3D at seventeen million. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but it has been. Wow. Wow. Listen to this, though, right? Listen to this for continuity. Release date of Saw, October 29th. Saw 2, October 28th. Saw 3, October 27th. Saw 4, October 26th. Saw 5, October 24th. Saw 6, October 23rd. Saw 3D, October 29th. Jigsaw, October 27th. If it's Halloween, it must be Saw. All did literally a six-day period. That's how they do, man. If it's Halloween, it must be Saw. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what is it? But yeah, so where are you? What, what, what did you? What, what's your rating? It feels like we've not talked enough about the movie. Uh, but honestly, there just isn't that much to talk about with it, it is there? Shit, like it just—it's it's not a very—it's not a good film. It, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, it's. it's it, I, I went with shit as well because uh, it is shit. There's no getting away from it. It, it is. It is kind of shit. Um, Look, I'm not. I'm not, not angry at it. It's just shit. no. I'm. I'm not angry. At it. And, and I, I didn't actually dislike my time with it. It's just. It is a shit film. Um, and there's no. There's not even a good performance in it or anything. The guy who plays Logan, who ends up being the killer, is is crap. Frankly, um, the 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 his assistant, the girl who is essentially the MacGuffin, um, is. It, it, you say it's a schizophrenic film it is a schizophrenic film because she literally goes from being just his assistant to within seconds once Halloran decides that hmm I'm not sure about her her character completely fucking changes yeah quite uh, what was quite amusing was uh, when me and Becky were driving uh, away from the film and we were talking about whether it had been any good and she said you know it wasn't, it wasn't great I didn't didn't dislike my time with it the same as me, as me and same as yourself so um but it wasn't very good it wasn't very innovative the, the traps weren't great so but you know at least they put a a, a hot slightly crazy uh reddit in it for you <laughs> i was like that's true I, I, I don't think i don't think it was specifically for me it's like i think it was i think vin diesel told them so yeah. I, I was like yes actually you're right vin diesel probably did tell them that the, the they exactly should put that in, in, in somewhere. So that's 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 what that happened. Yeah. So uh, our poll um, for Jigsaw was definitely not shit. Twenty five percent. Fair play. Mm. Uh, touching cloth thirty three percent. Yeah. And shit forty two percent. And uh, Geostorm zero percent. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. I, do you know what? I'm, I'm slightly surprised at that. That's a little bit higher more positive than I thought it would be but all power to it and I'm glad people Agreed. kind of enjoyed it yep cool um, should we do some what we've been watching right Ian uh, so what have you been watching this past kind of week and a bit we'll say. a little bit yeah okay so um, yeah I mean I suppose I said at the start um, about the death of Stalin so yeah um, want to talk about that more so the death of Stalin um, it is uh it's as good as they. I think it's as good as they. Everyone said it is. To be fair, um, so which is always refreshing. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that that's exactly it. Yeah, so this is Armando Iannucci, uh, his first film since uh, In the Loop, um, and essentially, Stalin dies about twenty minutes in, and then it's about the power vacuum kind of left in his wake and uh, who's going to take over. So you got um, Simon Russell Beale, um, Steve Buscemi, Jeffrey Tambor. Um, uh, Michael Palin, others as well, kind of vying for the slot, essentially. And it it kind of 
that weaves a, a, a web of being both funny, but also actually not shying away from the, well, you know, you could be fucking dead in five seconds if you say the wrong thing in this environment. Nuss to it. Um, and that really, um, it really adds to some uneasy tension. But then when the, the big laughs come, they are really, really good. Um, and, and really, really big. Um, Buscemi is fantastic. Simon Russell Beale is really, really fucking menacing, actually. He's not very funny, but he's menacing. Um, and, you know, everyone around him, like, do some really good, solid work as well. I mean, Jeffrey Tambor is a fucking delight. Um, he always is, though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And, uh, you know, oh, Jason Isaacs as well, man. Fucking, he, he really only comes into it in, like, the final third, but he's a fucking boss. Like, it, it, the, it, the, like, because all the characters, when they're introduced, kind of, like, their names come up on the screen. And his his introduction and kind of freeze-frame slow-mo thing with his name up on his screen, it's basically him just, like, walking into a room, owning the fucking thing, chest puffed out, army medals all over him, and then it just comes up with his name, and it's like, you are the fucking shit. And he's, he's great. Um, so, and it just, it's all really surreal because none of them do Russian accents. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're all kind of doing like different accents, aren't they? They're not even doing necessarily their own accent. No, no, exactly. I mean, Isaacs is doing like a Yorkshire accent and it, it, it's like, where the fuck did you get that from? Um, and, and yet it all works. Um, I, I, I think it is maybe, it is a, it is a little bit too padded um, for, for what it is. Um, it's kind of, I think it's closer to the two hour mark than the 90 minute mark. And it doesn't, it doesn't shy away from the darker stuff, but at the same time, I don't think it has a lot to say. Mm. Um, so, but as a farce, I think it works really well. Um, and you know, I'm not surprised it's got the reviews it has, and I'm not surprised it's doing as well as it is as well. Um, you know, I mean, it's made over 2 million pound in, um, over the last week and a half or so, which is, you know, not too shabby for this, what this film is. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, you know, I can pretty thoroughly recommend it to be honest. It's, um, it's, it, it's a good solid hour, 45 minutes or so. Ah, very nice. Mm. Um, also an- another one, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let you do some more in, in a sec. Uh, just one that I actually forgot to mention from last week as well. Um, I, I do have some others, but obviously I've kind of break things up a bit. Um, so um, this found footage film on Amazon, Hell House LLC, as in Limited Liability Company. Um, All right. So recommended to me by uh, a, a colleague who subsequently asked me maybe three times a week if I'd seen it yet, just kind of joking around, not like so like psychotically. So it was like, fucking, all right, I'm going to have to watch it, fine. So I yeah. watched most of it on a treadmill because it's only like 80 minutes long. Um, so that was fine. So basically what it is, it's a mockumentary about uh, a haunted house-like thing that um, some people, like this group of people made. And at the start of the film, it's showing like amateur footage of the, the, the opening night. And it starts off okay, and then there's people just like fucking running out and like terrified and whatnot. Um, and then the, the film is basically interviews um, 
uh, with um, kind of like survivors and focuses on one who was um, one of the people who actually kind of set up the, the haunted house called, called Hell House. Um, and then they find a bunch of tapes because they were recording a whole thing and it goes a bit found footagey. Uh, but the mockumentary kind of angle comes into it every now and then. Um, and, you know, it's 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 all right. There's there's a couple of decent sequences. There's a really, really good, effective strobe lighting sequence. Um, works very, very well. Um, the I mean, you kind of see the end coming a mile off, to be honest. But as found footage horror films go, it's actually not bad. And the mockumentary angle is interesting. Um so yeah, I mean, Hell House LLC. If you see it on Amazon Prime, it, it, it's is it worth eighty minutes of your time? Probably just about. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, if you're in the mood, it can be one of those things. That if you if you're in the mood for something like that, it's not a total waste of your time. Is what it sounds like you're saying. Quite. And um, last thing for now, Captain Underpants. Rewatched it with Lottie. That film is amazing. I'm actually looking forward to catching that when it when it comes on some kind of streaming service or Sky or something like that. Like seriously, that that film is better than it has any right to be, and the kids in the audience were fucking losing their minds. It I, the first time we went to see it, it was quite quiet. It was quite busy in this one because it was like a cheap kids weekend yeah. film. Um, and yeah, the kids were losing them. And like Lottie was kind of like looking around and seeing them all laughing and that was making her laugh even more. And it was, you know, it was brilliant. So, um, yeah, um, that it's a very, very, very fun film that basically the moral of it is it's good to laugh. Which is true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, that's basically all there is to the moral and that's fantastic. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah anyway me, uh, over to you sir cool um, I'll do my I'll, I'll, I'll do the, the non-rewatches first then uh, so the, the first watches then I've got a few a few rewatches which will be quick bits and then one that uh, that's a more interesting sort of rewatch take on something um, so I watched Why Him uh, oh, the yeah, John okay. Hamburg um, film uh, with James Franco Brian Cranston um Zoe Dutch in it. Uh, it it's, it's a lot of fun actually. It's it's kind of like a it's it's incredibly throwaway, but I, I like the fact that it's um, I like the fact that his character, um, that um, James Franco's character in it doesn't have a. I remember we're all spoilers all the time, guys. Um, but he he doesn't have an ulterior motive or a darkness or anything like that or anything that's there. And I like the fact that not only does that, I like the fact that that actually gets referenced in the film <laughs> by Brian mm. by Brian Cranston's character, where he literally says to him, "You don't have any like there's nothing there's nothing that isn't on show with you, is there? Mm. You are exactly what you claim to be." And he's like, "Yeah, pretty much." <laughs> yeah, and it's just that, and he is just. He is just a nice guy. He's just he's got no filter for anything at all. <laughs> That's the I like the fact that yeah, there is nothing on like particularly untoward about him. He means absolutely everything he says. Yeah, he he, he is just a really nice, enthusiastic guy who's just a little bit, and you know he happens to be quite good at what he does, etc. There's not you say there's no there's no cynicism or sinisterness to him. It's quite funny. Um, mm. But yeah, it's it, it's a good enough time 
spending with it, to be honest, is what I'll say. I, I, had, I had enough fun with it. It's it's funny, it's crass, it's a little bit OTT. There's, um, Brian Cranston's very good in it. I don't think Zoe Dutch gets that much to do in it, really. Not really, no. Yeah. Um, you know, Megan uh, Mullally has, has more to kind of do in it, and she's got a particular styling of comedy with it, with the way she performs that you either like it or you don't and at some points it was a little bit like you're boring me can we get back to somebody who's funny okay fair enough uh, um, and, and the, the, the weird thing is I usually find her quite funny I thought she was um, alright in it to be fair I thought she was alright there was just a few points where it was a little bit like do you know what a, a, a director should be going maybe this has gone for too long and it's stopped being funny um, I meant to Michael... ask sorry go on, sorry no 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 go on go on, go on. Uh, Keegan-Michael Kerr is, is, is funny in it the fact that he just keeps jumping out and attacking um, mm-hmm. James Franco at random points is quite funny sorry just unrelated Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children is four ninety nine in 4k on iTunes at the moment have you seen that yet? No, I haven't. Do I do it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, the thing is, you have more of a tolerance for Tim Burton than I do. And I thought... Oh, you the, really the, liked it as well. Yeah, all right, I, fine. And I, I, I thought it, it was it was cracking. Uh, and so I had to even kind of swallow my fucking pride with that and go, do you know what? This is a great movie. Yeah, okay. All right, it's bought. 4.99 in 4K. That fucker will look lovely in 4K as well. But, no, seriously, man. The amount... Fucking Apple are just doing some crazy shit with the fucking 4K stuff at the moment. I mean, Ghost in the Shell is a tenner. Miss Peregrine is a fiver. Um, Kong Skull Island is a tenner. Uh, fucking... I don't know why you would want Victor Frankenstein, but it's a fiver in 4K. Um, you know, it's it just... They're fucking undercutting their competition so much. The Shallows is a fiver. I might pick that up for a fiver. They're just the fact that the fact that they're they're adding stuff as well. Yeah, no, quite. I mean, uh, last year's Ghostbusters fiver. Really? Yeah. That's not bad. That. Yeah, I mean that's not bad in HD. Let alone that's, che- that, that's cheaper than the original Ghostbusters. Yeah, <laughs> Ghostbusters two is five ninety nine in four K on here. Um, yeah, Ghostbusters one seven ninety nine. Fuck. So yeah, no, I mean it just sorry, a t- a tangent. Bridge on the That's River Kwai, five ninety nine. I wanna watch the bridge on the River Kwai in four K. The town, seven ninety nine, that's not bad. Yeah, man. I mean I, I don't know, it just it's Bridge on the Kwai five ninety nine. Yeah. And like you say, they keep adding stuff. Spider Man homecoming, four K on Friday. Right, good fellas. Eight ninety nine for the ninety for the remastered or the or seven ninety nine with the um, all of the um, extras. Yeah, it's weird that they've got two listings for Goodfellas. I, I already I already had the the, the, the version they upgraded to four K anyway. But um, oh, did they? That's nice, nice. Fucking seriously, you've got to get yourself a four K TV. It's got to happen. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. Like it just it makes it makes sense at this point. Like the amount of 4K content you'll already own. Well, yeah. I'm intrigued to see what the Revenant looks like as well. They've added that now as well, and um, that the 4K Blu-ray of that is literally 
like the best looking fucking thing I've ever seen on a TV screen. Yeah, you, so, you, you very much fell for that, didn't you? Yeah, so God knows what that's going to look like. But anyway, sorry about that. But why him? Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's certainly it's certainly worth watch if 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 you know already know that that's kind of comedy is is in your wheelhouse uh, for sure. Um, Other one um, sort of new thing that I that I that I watched uh, that hadn't hadn't seen yet. Well, obviously because I hadn't watched it. uh, Was the founder. the, the, the kind of Michael story Keaton about... is a massive dickhead and an American hero. Yes, uh, Michael Keaton plays uh, Ray Kroc, uh, the guy who stole McDonald's and then marketed it to the world. Um, yeah, it's. Um, I think it's, I, I'm a big fan of sort of, sort of biopics. I, I I can fucking drink in that shit, even if it's not a real person. If it's a biopic of somebody that's fictional, uh, I can still kind of go. You know, take into it life but this was quite fascinating because it's you know mcdonald's are you know it, it's it's huge it's a global empire and it's 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 kind of um kind of amazing that you know the the, the, the way that it started and it's it was quite fascinating and i thought it was quite a it was quite a well done done picture it was the sort of thing that maybe you get the feeling um that had it not been as controversial a story as it is, it might have got a bigger picture making it. Mm. If that makes sense. Um, but everyone in it's very good. Um, Nick Hoffman's fantastic. Um, John Carroll Lynch is great in it. It's always nice seeing him in stuff. Um, he's in something else I'll talk about later on. That uh, he's very good in. Uh, but Michael Keaton is he's very good. Uh, as as Ray Kroc and it's I had I had a great time with it to be honest I really enjoyed it I found it quite a fascinating watch of going through um, you've always with these things you've kind of got to read a little bit between the lines and go right am I getting an accurate sort of story based on it or am I just getting a, a film based around the events and either way I think you've kind of got to judge the film based on on how it is with something like this and I had a I had a good time with it it's it finished and I thought, and, and um, it, we stopped watching it, me and, me and Bex, when it finished at about kind of one in the morning and she sort of did turn around and say, can I be honest, like watching, I really fancy going around to McDonald's and getting a burger. Nice. Uh, there's some great scenes, the, 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 the scene where um, he first goes to the McDonald's, the, the first McDonald's, and there's like that queue and he kind of joins it and the woman turns around and says, don't worry, it won't take long. And he gets up to the thing and gives his thing. And it's quite fascinating that for a fries, a burger and a shake, it was like 35 cents. <laughs> and he gives him mm. it and he's like, and he kind of looks at him and the guy's going, there you go. I was like, well, that's it. He's like, yeah, he's like, well, where do I eat? Where, 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 do you have like plates and stuff like that? It's like, no, you just kind of just eat it. It's like, where? In your car, on that bench, anywhere. Just move along. Hmm. <laughs> and then you sort of sit there going, this is, wow. And it's it, the way it builds through that, but also it, it kind of, it, it never, it, it sets like a stall very early on where, you know, his, his wife, his wife basically says to him, you know, got me you've got this great house and you've got all this and you're you're in your mid 50s when he's enough enough and he's like never which kind of is the it, it is that that thing it, it's 
for some people, it's just, it's never enough. It, yeah. It's not about the money. It's about the thrill of the fucking chase, I suppose. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was, a, I thought it was an interesting film. It just, it seemed very skip against schizophrenic on its attitude towards him. Like I didn't know whether it was supposed to be some sort of subversive look at how American values corrupt people or. I, I, whether, yeah, I, I think with him, I think it's basically saying a little bit like, look, he wasn't a good guy. But was he that bad a guy? You know, for him, it was just, he didn't, he, yeah, he screwed over, um, you know, the guys who invented McDonald's, you know, he screwed over McDonald brothers. But for him, it was kind of like, they kind of screwed over themselves because if they'd have made it a little bit easier, which you do it, whether or not it was true or not outside of the movie and blah, blah, um, if they'd have made it a little bit easier for themselves and not been as stubborn, then fuck it. You know, it's not it's not his fault that they wouldn't go along with his idea. Mm. You know, if they'd have been a little bit more malleable, then they could have come along for the ride. But he noticed that, you know what, the only way I'm going to get to do this is if I do it without them. And, you know, it, he you know, rightly or wrongly, you can argue the, um, whether it's a good thing or not, but he gave the world McDonald's. And, I, I, it's one of the it's one of those things um, whereby I, I will say if people say I I don't like it don't have it won't touch it it's a little bit like I, I always feel like saying to them do you know what bullshit bullshit you fucking have a shame McDonald's every so often you fucking know you do because I have McDonald's every so often half time I don't even really enjoy it but you kind of it's that kind of thing where you have it just to have had it. And I went 10 years once without owning McDonald's and then cracked and went in and was like, do you know what? It's not bad. It's all right. <laughs> Shall I, I'm going to confess something right now that I've not told what? any of you guys on the WhatsApp group. What? I haven't eaten any meat for about three weeks. <gasps> Why? Changed my mind. <laughs> just decided just, so you've not given up meat. You've just not. I I literally have been eating corn alternatives and stuff. Okay, so you've you've not given up meat. You're just not currently eating meat. I, I there, there there are enough things pointing to me at the moment personally that I am not wanting to eat meat, but. I'm not going to say I'm never going to eat meat again. Fair enough. Thing is, I, I, I occasionally have vegetarian stuff because uh, I quite like it. It's quite tasty, really quite nice. Um, but there's the, it's just one of those things. There's just no way I could do it. Not a fucking chance. I'm finding like it surprising. I'm finding it surprisingly easy. It's weird. Yeah, most of, most of the things that I, that I cook and I like cooking contain meat, so there's just no way I could do it. No, I mean, God knows, I would never fucking tell anybody else what to do and whatnot. It's just surprising, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah. So I do. You were just saying about Shane McDonald's there, like literally, I took Lottie to McDonald's on Sunday because she loves it and she loves the happy meals and stuff like that, and I had some cheese and herb bites. <laughs> what were they like? They were fucking nice. Were they all right? 
Yeah. Cool. Uh, right, well, well, I'll pass back over to you, uh, and, I, and I'll do mine, uh, other, other few that I've got uh, after you've, you've done your few cool. more. Um, okay, so... Um, yeah, a few, a uh, few kind of bigger things actually. So uh, I, what should I talk about first? Well, I, mean, I, I, okay, I rewatched the thing. I watched the new 4K Master Arrow Blue that came out, um, which looks great. It looks stonking. I hope iTunes gets a, a, that version at some point. I've got the thing on iTunes at the moment. It will, because I think I think they do. I think Arrow do put their stuff onto iTunes eventually, don't they? Yeah, they do. It depends on kind of like the licensing agreements and stuff stuff like like that. Those, so it's weird because like some Arrow content on iTunes has extras and some don't, and I don't know how that works. But Donnie Darko is pretty much the entire extras set. But I think it's just licensing. I think. But then, like, I, 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 the bird with the crystal plumage was three ninety nine the other day, um, and I picked that up, and oh, I, it might still be. Um, oh God, I'll have a check actually because it's, it's a good, it's a cracking film, is that? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and yeah, no extras on that, but it uses the cover art from like the new Blu Ray that come, came out quite recently, so it kind of seems like it's probably that master. I don't know. It's it's a whole weird thing, but. Yeah, the the thing. I mean, I, I'm not going to talk about the thing. It's fucking amazing. But the 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 four the the four K master looks amazing. I I kind of wonder if Arrow are a little being a little bit cynical in releasing all this stuff with four K masters and give it a year or two and they'll just release four K Blu-rays. Um, I, I I do I do have to wonder what maybe they're they're thinking about that, especially considering mm. they're at like a connoisseur's like label. You'd think they'd be thinking about that. Yeah, they, they are. They are one of. They are the, essentially in a, in a really fucking weird way. Things like uh, Arrow and um, Arrow getting things like the ability to to do the thing and things like that. It, it shows that um, these are the companies who are going to who are going to still have success with physical media. Yeah, and I, I don't know. It's like I wonder. It, and again, I also wonder if maybe they don't put extras on everything um, on iTunes because they want to basically reward their physical media people. Maybe which which yeah. which, which is, is is fair enough to be honest. Yeah, no, I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. I mean, I I don't watch extras enough to really complain. But I'll be honest. Like, if I see something's got iTunes extras, it does make me more inclined to buy them, even though I never fucking watch them. Yeah. I, I, I have the same on that. If something's like four ninety nine, but I go, oh, but it's got iTunes extras on it, I'll get it, and then I'll never watch the extras. Yeah, it's weird how that works. Uh, but yeah, the thing it's, is, it's, you, it's, trick, you, you trick yourself into thinking you might want someday. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, yeah, no, absolutely. But I think I probably, I don't know, I think I'll get. To, I, I do every now and then watch some, you know. It, and I mean, pop star never stop, never stopping. I watched all the extras on that multiple times. <laughs> Uh, but yeah. that, that's the one you watched on the extra is fantastic oh god yeah um okay so uh i also watched uh 7852 uh which i talked about the trailer for this uh, a few weeks back the uh documentary about psycho and uh, oh yes most specifically the, the the shower sequence um so yeah i was i wanted to watch it so much that it's not available to rent on itunes until december so i just spent 9.99 and bought the fucking thing um <laughs> And I, you know, um, I, yeah, that that's nine ninety nine. That's quite a that, that's that's. 
yeah. Yeah, I, I, play just, I, I wanted to watch it. So, um, you know, yeah. Um, I I liked it. Uh, yeah, I'm you know Good. I'm actually I'm actually okay with spending nine ninety nine and having it in my library. So um, yeah, uh, it's basically it's um, it focuses on the shower sequence, but it spends some time to get there, um, and it, it's a mix of like historical context, um, kind of like. Uh, production stories um analysis like critical analysis and kind of fanboying um and it's um really interesting they go into some real detail with shower sequence and um the um the, the guy who edits sam raimi's stuff bob murowski um mm. or murowski he's really good value in this actually um and he, he's he's kind of talking about little bits that seemed there, there, there's a cutaway at one point that seemed off to him, and then it cuts away. It cuts to someone explaining. Well, actually, yeah, they had to put something in there because um, uh, Janet Lee breathed, um, and and stuff like you know. So it's like picking up on him, kind of fanboy noticing it, but from an editor's point of view, and mm. then and then a production story where it's like, well, yeah, actually, did it because of this. So um, you know it it kind of justifies it. I, I, yeah, I don't know. It, it doesn't, it doesn't do the Hitchcock Truffo thing of basically turning into a general analysis of Hitchcock when I wanted that to be a film about Hitchcock Truffo. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that film feels like false advertising. This, it really is about the shower sequence. There are, Elijah Woods and the guys who he runs SpectreVision with are the kind of the fanboy contingent here. And there are moments where it's they're just watching the scenes and they're just going, oh, it's just so good. And that bit there, oh, it's just oh, it's stunning. And it's like, fuck off. Just stop it. I would rather see film like professors and filmmakers who are in the craft of what they're talking about on screen talk about this stuff. Mm. Um, and it, it, you know, so it's, I thought it was really interesting. I mean, if you are at all interested in the background of psycho, watch it. My university dissertation focused on psycho and the Texas chainsaw massacre. And there was stuff in here that I'd never heard about. So, you know, and I've, I've read up a lot on Psycho. Um, so, you know, the really, really interesting stuff. And it talks about its place in pop culture as well, but not in a, not in that kind of thing that, you know, a lot of pop culture talking is doing at the moment. It's like, oh, remember that? Yeah, wasn't that cool? Remember this? Wasn't that cool? It's not that. Yeah, you, you don't want to hear that when you talk about like, where people's where, where films places are, are and so like, our music places in, in, in a pop culture reference. It's more of a cultural reference. You don't want to hear people talk about. Oh yeah, I remember that when it was that. I mean, was it? Yeah, like say, was it cool and like that? You want to hear about what did it influence? What did it do? What? What? what why is it part yeah, of pop I mean, culture? It, it's 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 a problem that I've had um, with. I'm, I'm only uh, two episodes into season two of Stranger Things, but it's a problem that I ha- I've been having with that where it feels like it's referencing all this stuff just to reference it. And it, it, like, yes, okay. They would be playing that in the time. And yes, whip it by Devo was a popular song at the time, 
you're only putting those in here so you've got that like pavlov's dog response of oh 80s reference oh yeah i like the 80s um yeah. it, it, it feels lazy um and i don't remember stranger things season one doing that as much anyway i'm not gonna there's enough fucking podcast talking about stranger things so 7852 really solid uh really cool. worth a watch um it'll be on netflix or amazon at some point and you know watch it on there if, if you don't want to spend the money i will i will probably wait and rent it fair at enough. the very least yeah fair enough and uh last for me um call me by your name uh oh which, yes fuck, i was good to i can watch this hmm. um directed by luca good good dad Gigno, um, yeah. Basically, um, he's directing the Suspiria remake, which apparently is like over two and a half hours long and scored by Tom York. So uh, that's mm. going to be that's going to be interesting. Um, he also directed a bigger splash, which I think I talked about last year or maybe earlier this year, um, which was a damn fine film. And yeah, so call me by your name. Um, premiered at Sundance and has been kind of on the awardsy podcasts. It's been kind of referenced all like all these months. Um, the, the pretty good reason, I think, to be fair. So it, it, it's based on um, it's based on a book that I think is of this name, but I'm not entirely sure. It might not be actually. It uh, is, co- yeah. Uh, oh, it is. Okay. Um, co-written by um, J- uh, James Ivory of Merchant Ivory fame. Um, oh, and, yeah. um, it was supposed to be directed by him as well, but um, he didn't direct. So, uh, story. Uh, Timothy Chalamet is uh, a uh, kid who um, is on a kind of a summer holiday with his uh, parents, uh, the father of which played by Michael Stuhlbarg. Um, and they go away every year. It's like a summer residency. And every summer they have an a, like an academic to stay to kind of help the father out with research and to, and to kind of like generally live the life um, in, in Italy. Um, and the academic this this time around is uh, Army Hammer, um, and it it basically it's about Timothy Chalamet's character's awakening of not of his sexuality because it kind of it kind of seems like he's been doing stuff with girls and whatnot, but of more open avenues. So you know, not straight up. It doesn't seem like straight up gay, but certainly bisexual. Um, now, I, I will say this film very much told me that I am not gay uh, because an object of affection also is this very, very, very good looking Italian girl. And when he started falling for Army Hammer, it was like that Italian girl's pretty nice, buddy. <laughs> she, she's pretty, pretty, pretty nice. Um, but he and Army Hammer kind of start falling for each other o- over the course of the film. It, it's well over two hours long, and it does feel it, in fairness. Um, but it gives you a lot of time to explore their relationship before they actually start doing the do. Um, and actually, uh, there's not a lot of the film where they do. Um, but when they do, it, it's kind of euphoric, and they just they both seem very, very happy. And it's actually quite lovely. Um, uh, yeah, so it, it's this really open-minded exploration of sexuality. And the parents are cool with it. You know, um, Michael Stolberg. beforehand, 
I've been hearing Best Supporting Actor Oscar buzz for him. And it was like, well, why? Like, he's in it, but he's not in it that much. And then he gives a speech at the end. And it is that proper Best Supporting Oscar for basically one barnstorming speech. Ah. And he fucking rinses the shit out of it. It's amazing. And it, it's basically like dad goals. If I can be that understanding and open-minded and compassionate and loving with Lottie and any other future kids we may or may not have. Um, and that's not, that's not a, a thing. Donna's not pregnant or anything. So like, I'm just like generally may or may not have, um, then I think I would be a very good dad indeed. Um, it's a really, really good film. Really great score as well, actually. Um, he's he's got a he's got an, a, an ear for music. This guy, which does excite me for Suspiria, I must say. Um, and yeah, I. Uh, it's it is one of the best films I've seen this year. I, I I wouldn't say it's a five it's a five star. I actually think I prefer a bigger splash, but I I don't know it. I think just on a subjective level, it kind of gets my pleasure senses a bit more, that film. Um, the ensemble cast in a bigger splash, like uh, Ray Fiennes, Tilda Swinton, um, uh, Matthias Schoenarts, and I think um, in Dakota Johnson, I think it is. Really, yeah. really good ensemble, the four of them. Um, here, really, really great performances, but and, and, and I, I don't know, it's really fun spending time with these characters, like it was in a bigger splash as well. Um, but I don't know, Ray Fiennes in A Bigger Splash is doing some really fun shit in that film. There's not a lot of fun in this film. It's an emotional film and it, it's an empathetic film. It's maybe not fun. Um, it, uh, so, yeah, uh, but it's it's really, really, really good. And it is very, very worth your time. Ah. I, like I say, I, I would have, I would have gone to see it, but it wasn't actually um, playing in York. I, don't, I think it might end up at the city screen at some point, but it wasn't I, playing. I cannot fucking believe it didn't play at city screen. That's weird. I would think it will play. It probably just wasn't playing this week. Mm, is all yeah, I can I, think there. Do do check it out if you get the chance, man. I, I I very much will. I'm, you know, I was quite gutted that I couldn't, to be honest. I I think you and Noel should go see it this weekend and then record Embrace. a chat after. If, if if it was playing, if it is playing anywhere, we certainly would. Instead, you're going to see. We think we are going to see a bad mom's Christmas. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so are, are you guys yeah. just are you guys just going to record the show without me next week it's fine it's all good i i, I think we're going to record a section and then and then me and you'll record something else during the week okay because you know the only thing i'm going to be able to get to because I'm, I'm not going to be able to record until thursday next week oh actually unless we do it while i'm away um do you know what do you know what's out this week that i can what? see tomorrow what from the director of the lobster Oh fucking hell! The killing of a sacred deer. Yeah. Thing is, I, I actually won't mind seeing the killing of a sacred deer. Let's. I'll. I'll go see it tomorrow night, and then we'll we'll get into it on the. And I, you know, I think I could probably actually just record while I'm away. So if you want I'll, to do that, I'm game. Yeah. We shall. We, we shall see. I'll see. I'll see when I can get to it. Certainly. Yeah. Um, was that anything else you had? To, what is it? 
No, I'm good, man. But yeah, call me by your name, 7852. Two strong fucking new releases. Yeah, very nice. Um, well, mine all the rest of the ones I've got are, um, are rewatches. So I rewatched uh, rewatched Total Recall because I love Total Recall. It's a fucking great movie. Oh, that film's Weisman's a- classic. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> that film, that film's just uh, just, a, just a damn good time, um, and just great use of practical effects as well. Is what I will say on that. Um, uh, I rewatched Scarface. Been talking about rewatching Scarface for quite a while actually, and thought the other day, fuck it, yeah, I'm gonna rewatch it. Um, I think Scarface is one of those bizarre films that is both overrated and underrated at exactly the same time. It is overrated in its pop cultural references uh, and it's underrated as an actual properly good piece of, um, I suppose, 80s kind of hyper-violence in a way. It's, it very much is a, an uber-cocaine movie. Yes. Um, it, you know, it, it's a movie written about cocaine um, by somebody who was essentially weaning themselves off cocaine at the time. Uh, it's by Brian De Palma, a man who I'm guessing has taken cocaine. Uh, and we all know that, that um, without, without question, that Al Pacino quite enjoyed a bit of the nose candy during his time there. Indeed. Um, yeah, it's, it's nearly three hours long. <laughs> it's insane how long Scarface is. But it's, it does kind of fly by. <laughs> Uh, Scarface, fuck yeah, it does. Yeah, it, it, you don't feel like you're watching a near three-hour movie. Um, and also, when you don't feel like you're watching Al Pacino in a movie, you do feel like you're watching Tony Montana. It's a really cracking performance from everybody involved. And it's it, 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 it's a film, I think, that, that's kind of... When it found the new uh, hip-hop audience in sort of like the early noughties, it's kind of almost been to detriment of the actual film itself, I think. Because it's it's seen in a different in, in a wrong light now. It's 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 seen as a film that glorifies all of this. When actually I don't think it actually is glorifying it. You know, no, the film itself it, doesn't in the slightest. It's just no. all the fucking accoutrement. Yeah. And then the thing is I I remember getting the game, which is like a sequel to it. And fucking enjoying the shit out of the game for it. Mm. So I've been guilty of, of kind of indulging in all that. But it, it really is a cracking film. Um, another rewatch of a cracking film uh, is rewatch Shutter Island. Okay, very good. Yeah, that, that fucker is... Again, I, I just think Shutter Island is really fucking underrated. It's... I think Shutter Island came out at the wrong time a little bit because people... They almost downplayed it as been a little bit kind of like lower level Scorsese, and it, it's and we've said this before quite numerous times on the podcast. Calling something lower level Scorsese is still saying it's a lot better than most fucking things. Very much so. Yeah, Martin Scorsese's worst five movies would still be most people's fucking. Most people would go shit if I had one of those CV, I would be very fucking happy. Mm. Uh, DiCaprio's fantastic in it uh, Ruffles in I, I'm pretty sure this is a pre-Hulk film uh, Ruffles um, yeah 2010 well pre-him in Hulk yes yes yeah pre-him in Hulk uh, as Hulk film uh, it was kind of like that That when you know he was coming back 
um, from, you know, breaking his spine, essentially. Mm. Uh, when he did, um, what was the Michael Mann movie he did? With... Uh, collateral. Collateral, that's the fucker. Um, you know, and he, he, he was kind of re-establishing himself as being, this guy is, is a fucking solid actor. And I think he did in the space of a few years, you know, he did like Collateral, he did this, and he did um, Zodiac. And, you know, it, it was, he was he was very much a director's actor. And I think he still is a director's actor. Um, and also Michelle Williams in it, and she's fantastic. It's just a, it, I think it's one that deserves sort of people going back and rewatching it and going, oh, actually, this is a lot better than it's kind of given credit for. Because for some reason, it kind of got, I don't know, it kind of seemed to get, it seems to be looked at from the wrong direction, I think. I think, I think it's because everyone kind of, and I've mentioned this before, everyone kind of went, yeah, well, it was a little bit obvious, wasn't it? And it's like, no, no, you dumb bastard. That's the fucking point. It's, it's not hiding anything from it. And I've, the fascinating thing about that I've always said about Shutter Island is it's not a twist because the movie, and I've, I know I've said this before on the podcast, so I might be boring some longer listeners, the movie actually tells you twice, twice what's going on mm. and tells you that there isn't a twist. It tells you twice in the movie what is actually going on. And then you get to the end of it and you go, oh, my God, it's it, it, it kept all these things from me. No, it hasn't. It's fucking told two characters tell you what is going on at different points. And also, Robert Richardson, um, that fucker can shoot the fuck out of a movie. Shit, yeah. I, um, I, sorry. Go on, sorry. No, go on, what did you say? I was going to say, um, when, when you say two characters, I'm just trying to think on it now. Is it the, the, the kind of the men, kind of the crazy mental patient woman yep uh, and um Jackie Haley. and Jackie O'Haley Jackie O'Haley yeah. very much he basically you know and that's that's halfway through the movie it's not even at the end of the fucking movie it's like mm. halfway through it Jackie O'Haley basically explains the entire movie not just what's what's happened beforehand but what's going to happen and it's it, he's he's cracking this movie that one little scene he's got uh, he's fantastic in this film um, and then you've got the, the ending that you can read two ways, um, where it, it, it's basically, well, has he regressed or has he not? And I think it, it's kind of, it's telling. Uh, there's, a, there's a line of dialogue that he gives to uh, Ruffalo where he says, you know, is it better to to live as a monster or die as a good man? Mm. And it's like, he's basically, again, the movie, again, is telling you when, you know, people say, oh, it's, it's quite ambiguous about it. It's like, no, it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. It's really it's not. It's fucking character has just told you. <laughs> it's, it is a little bit, and I think this is, because the thing is, this is Martin Scorsese, who is very much a student of cinema. You know, he is an, an, an encyclopedia of cinema. He, you know, there's so much of, of his work is referencing other cinema uh, and going in it. And it, it, even now, you know, when he's making movies fuck he made hugo for christ's sake but even now he still puts nods into not just older movies but newer movies there's nods to fucking reservoir dogs in um wolf wall street you know he's it's just he can't help it 
you know, he, and also he's very movie savvy. He knows exactly what he's doing with this movie. He knows that he's going, do you know what? At this point, this is like 2010, it's nearly 10 years old. At this point, everybody's obsessed with twist movies, with a bit of twist. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make a movie that's a twist movie that doesn't actually have a fucking twist. And it's it, it, it's spectacular yeah, in that sense. Yeah. Uh, for that it, it really is a great movie and great sort of supporting performances you know uh, Michelle Williams Emily Mortimer uh, Max von Sydow um, has a great fucking scene in it with um, with DiCaprio and, and, and Ruffles um, in there um, and uh, Patricia Clarkson who I always love seeing in things uh, is in there as well mm. uh, but yeah I'm sure Ryan's a cracking film and it's actually on Amazon Prime at the moment fucking A yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I got that show on iTunes, but that's a good... Sh- yeah, absolutely. Yes. Um, and the final one that I rewatched watched um, is um, The Abyss. Because it's... Turn- the thing is, The Abyss, it, it's, there's no Blu-ray of it. Oh, yeah, it's in fucking HD on iTunes, isn't it? Ah. It's not in HD on iTunes. Oh. Oh, it's no, no, on iTunes. On Netflix. Netflix, Netflix. Fuck, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. ah. Right. Oh. However. Yeah. However right it's the theatrical cut it's not the director's cut of the abyss it's the theatrical cut which when it started uh and i started because i thought you know what yes i love the abyss i think the abyss i think it is james cameron's finest work the abyss Hmm. um without without question i think it is i think it is five film it is it's for me, it's a weird kind of like it's it, it's almost and it's some really strange type of movie. It is it's almost like a comfort movie for me. It's a big warm hug of a movie. I, I just I love spending time with it. So once it crossed crops up on Netflix, I started it and I got about ten minutes in and went no, not even ten minutes in, but about two minutes in and went ah shit, this isn't the director's cut. It's the it's the theatrical cut. Shit, I was like I'm not that happy about this because because i've i have seen the original cut before but it's been a long long time whenever i've watched it um since has been on dvd and it's always been the the director's cut because mm. there's not gonna be the director's cut is a better movie indeed but i thought it's gonna be interesting um to watch this um as the um as like a comparable bit because the 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 director's cut is is very much in my brain it's a movie i know quite well so i can kind of pick out where they've, they've changed it and it, it, there's there's not two or three minutes it's like 50 minutes shorter so it's, it's a big chunk of the movie it, it, it is removed and it was interesting because it's the first time bex has watched the um the the theatrical cut rather than a director's cut and she Again, I'm not going to go too much at what the abyss is about. I assume most people have fucking seen it. But she was very much like, ah, this is just a, almost like an action movie then, isn't it? I was like, yeah, it, it basically is just an action movie. And she's like, it takes out all of the, the bits that make the abyss interesting. And it's true. It's nowhere near as interesting. It's still good. It's still a solid four out of five movie. Hmm. But it's not the, for me, five out of five movie that I think The Abyss director's cut is. So it's a little bit like, 
ah, I'm glad it's on there and it's in HD, but I still want to see the fucking director's cut in HD. So please, somebody sort that out and get it on iTunes because I'll pay fucking thirteen ninety nine for that happily. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was a little bit. It's, it's a cracking movie, but it is a little bit ah uh, balls <laughs> mm. for that. It was a little. You're gonna watch it and go. The problem is, I wish I'd watched the other movie. Sure, that's a shame, yeah. man. That's a fucking. It shame. is a shame. Yeah. Um, so, moving on to our um, other feature review. Uh, which Fuck on... me, we haven't even done that yet, have we? Jesus. No, yeah. Yeah, um, it's got to be anywhere. <laughs> fucking hell. Do you mind if I um, just quickly get a drink? Is that all right? Oh, of course not, mate. All right. Fucking hell. I was thinking, shit, that's quite a tight show. And it's like, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so, Creep 2, um, sequel to um, the 2014 movie Creep, um, written and directed by Patrick Brace and starring Matt Duplass. Um, Matt Duplass and um, Patrick Brace return for uh, this one. Uh, it is apparently part of a trilogy, isn't it? Apparently it's going to be. Um, apparently so, yeah. Yeah, Matt Duplass stars as Aaron, um, the uh serial killer from the the first uh in creep 2 uh, it opens up with him um killing another victim um but kind of realizing that it, he's nearing 40 and has kind of lost his mojo for it mm. so he does the the same thing as we saw in the first movie he asks for a videographer to come out uh, and offers him a thousand dollars to come out uh, and video him and he straight away starts telling the videographer played by karen desiree uh desiree. Um, yeah yeah uh, so it tells her straight away that um, he is a serial killer, and you know this is that he wants her to document him, kind of giving access to his uh, to him, kind of getting his mojo back on discovering what made him do that, everything like that. She is a film student, I think, isn't she? And she also has a web series called Encounters where she encounters strange people and documents it. Uh, and she's very well aware that it's crap. <laughs> but, but that, that's basically it, isn't it? So she goes there and, and Duplessis' character does his, the thing that he, he does. Um, Ian, first of all, right... The first one um, dropped on Netflix, didn't it? Yes. So the first one just arrived on Netflix, but it was basically, it wasn't a Netflix original, they didn't fund it or anything like that. The uh, Patrick Brace and, and Matt Duplass basically just kind of essentially gave it to Netflix to, to get it out there. Mm. Um, and it, it, it was, I think we both enjoyed it, didn't we? Yep, yep, light creep. Um, and then this one, uh, went on VOD. It didn't go to Netflix. Yet it still stays in the credits. Netflix presents uh, a Netflix production, which kind of is a bit strange in the sense that if it's a Netflix production, Netflix, why the fuck isn't it available on Netflix? I, 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 it's weird because it's yeah. I mean, to be actually, funnily enough, they talked about this on um, on Film Junk last week as well. Um, hmm. or, or this week actually and it's a point because Netflix basically are like look if we're going to put money into this it's going on Netflix first and apparently the VOD window is going to be fairly short and then it's going to be on Netflix 
Um, so it's a little bit that that just seems a little bit flying in the face of their whole fucking thing, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I would assume that Netflix had some sort of financial interest in it, but didn't bankroll the whole thing. But um, even that, this movie can't cost more than... It can't cost more than a million dollars. You'd think not, wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it would be... It'd be interesting to see what they say about it. I mean, the thing is, I, I was just kind of assuming that basically they were going to do it on VOD before Halloween, and like it'll probably be on Netflix next week. But it's like, look, if you want to watch it, if you're in for a scary movie before Halloween, pay a fiver. Do you think it's a test in the waters? Um, no, to be honest, because if they were testing the waters, I think they'd be doing it on something like Bright. Mm. You know, I mean, weird, like, if, they, if, they, if they were bothered about recouping money, <laughs> Bright cost $100 million. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's a really strange. I mean, this will literally, this will have made its money back already, just on oh, God, the other yeah, day. Yeah, God, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, the money that Netflix would have paid um, would have paid for the fucking streaming rights will will do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so getting into it, um, what's what did you think? Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it, man. Um, I. It's not a horror film, um, which is weird. Um, I mean, it's definitely, it's got, it's got the sensibilities, but it, it plays around with your expectations, which I quite like, uh, because the trailer kind of made it feel like it was going to be the same thing over again. Um, And then it it, it turns out that it's not really. Um, I like the opening. Um, Again, that had a kind of subversive kind of tone to it, which, um, which I quite enjoyed. Um, and, it, it, you know, I thought it kind of surprised you in moments all the way through it. And I thought it was interesting that it really, at times, mixed, like, weird, like messes with your perception as to who the antagonist and the protagonist are. Um, because, to be fair, Sarah in this film does some pretty fucking... You know, considering she doesn't really know this guy and doesn't really believe that he's a killer until fairly late on in the film, she does some kind of fucked up shit to provoke reactions out of him. Um, And, you know, she's messing with him. She's using him. And, you know, there's that kind of confessional thing she does where it's like there's something wrong with him and it's not right and all my red flags are up, but you need this. This is this is what you need. This is why all your stuff's been shit all this time. Yeah. And it's like, well, no, you don't need this. You just think that not enough people watch your fucking channel. It's not for any professional fulfillment. It's literally more people should watch my stuff. Yeah, it, it, it's it, that that speaks to something that 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 I I, I sort of said to people um, before the the idea that anybody can make a movie or a web series or anything like that isn't a good thing. Some people just shouldn't. No, the, 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 the democratization of creating media is not a good thing. No, it, it, it's not. People should have to work at it. I don't, I, I mean, like we make podcasts, mm. you know, and we work at it. That's yeah. about, that, that's about the, 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 the and I write every now and then. That that's it. 
you know, but I don't think just because I do that, it means I can fucking start making a, a vlog about myself. No, we, 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 just because we do this doesn't mean to say I'm not then going, well, I should be able to give up my fucking job and do this for a living. Yeah, sorry, uh, you know, I mean, like, fuck, again, the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash food and the monkeys, is, is it, 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 running costs. It, it, it's running costs, it, yeah, it, it, it is. We're not, we're, we, <laughs> trust me, we, we're not making money out of it, and, you know, fuck it. If, if, if by some fucking weird freak chance, it will never happen, but as a what is it, if ever we did get to the point of where we're like, holy shit, we could, we, we actually could do this for a living. It would never happen, but if we ever did in a hypothetical weird world, um, we would be very much going, right. I, I get the feeling that we would be looking, we would be the type of people going, right, how do we, how do we stretch ourselves? How do we go from this and go in our comfort zone? How do we do something stupid to fuck it all up? Let's make a documentary. We do something stupid like yeah. that to reach beyond where we are. Cause that's kind of, that. that's how we go. If you're not, if you're not reaching beyond what you're, kind of cable and like that then why are you bothering yeah yeah so i mean i i, I don't know I'm, I'm very intrigued to see what you, you you thought about this but um yeah i i didn't find it scary um i thought the ending was a bit okay obviously they they want to have another one and I, I am intrigued to see where it goes but at the same time there's shit in considering how real the film feels there are there are some hits at the end of this film that it feels like people shouldn't be coming back from quite as easily as they do um but i enjoyed my time with it and think that thinking on it between when i watched it and when i wrote my review for vodzilla i appreciated it more and that's Mm. that stuck with me actually yeah um i I enjoyed it. I think it, it, it's um, it's led by a, a, what is a, a, a great kind of central performance by Mark Duplass again. He's fucking I, I fantastic. Yes, yeah, I think an interesting it character. Also, it also helps that I, I'm actually a, I'm quite a fan of his of his work um, in gen, in general. It's quite strange the fact that, um, for instance, me and Bex have just finished doing a, a rewatch. Me and Bex, I've said this on the show before. We need a half an hour show to be watching at all times. We need a half an hour show to watch because. It, I think it was, it's something we have around, so we'll watch it um, if we're ever watching dinner while we're eating, which we don't do that often, but occasionally we do. Um, or if either is, we can't get to a film because it's too late or something like that, we'll watch a couple of episodes. So we always need like a half an hour show going. Um, recently we did a rewatch of The League, which Mark Duplass is in. So it's quite strange watching kind of seven seasons of him in that, and then the next thing you watch him in is this. <laughs> it's quite strange. Um <laughs> But yeah, I, I I like the fact that it, it, it's um, it's the same kind of setup as the first movie, but a different take on it. In a way, is is quite nice. Um, I thought her character was 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 good. Um, she's a good character. It's a good performance. I like the fact they don't make her that likable. She's she's not a likable character. I don't think. I think that you're almost kind of more tuned towards him she's a little bit she doesn't seem like a very nice person she seems like a bit of a dickhead actually yep. um, and i think that's entirely i think that's absolutely intentional and the fact that she's essentially um she's trying to make a a, a tv a, a web series where 
she goes out and she meets these crazy people and essentially tries to exploit people who are who are a little bit eccentric or not quite all together seeking comfort and friendship and she's just trying to exploit that uh that's why her cv is it working but she's so self-absorbed that she's unaware that that's why people won't be watching it because people just don't give a shit about you you thinking that you're better than people mm. um it's it, it, it that that's it you know they'll if they want that they'll just watch a reality tv show um and it's her her arrogance and um i suppose arrogance is absolutely the right word but also her inability to see that her vanity is going to get her in trouble this time with this guy because you get you get the feeling that she just thinks that he's just an eccentric whack job and that he he, he he hasn't actually done any of this, which most people would do. But then he shows her a fucking video to kind of prove and go, no, look, look, look. I I really am a serial killer. And well, I mean, it, it, go on, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, just... And the, the way that in his head, he's basically, you know, he, in his head, this all makes perfect sense. It's, I put in the listing fans of interview with a vampire yeah you know and it, it's like because in his head that means that they they should be ready for some crazy shit um yeah. you know and he shows her the video and you know you like his logic i genuinely think if she was like no i'm not into this see you later and if she said look i'm not going to tell the police or anything like in the end of the day i don't know what that is he'd probably be like yeah all right then yeah, yeah, you know I, it, that that that's the thing. But that the, the thing with him is that you can't ever really tell where he's going. Um, and I mean, I think the first scene illustrates that as well. It's a really interesting scene. That first scene. Um, oh yeah. And 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 yeah. After that, it feels like that's the only situation in this film where he's like straight up lying to someone about what he is and the first film there was a lot of lying you know he's pretending he's dying of cancer and he's making a video for his kid um Mm. and yet with this it feels like he's actually honest with her the entire time that's it yeah which is really interesting he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't appear to be lying to me he does appear to have kind of like he says lost his mojo lost his lost the reason for why he was doing it. And it, it, it like I said, it, it, it feels more like a job now. And, and, and that's it. And she's reawakening it in him. And all the way through, you're like, you know, don't, why the fuck are you doing this? Don't, don't do this. And you, you know, but at the same time, it's like, fuck you. You are literally doing this to further your own shit. And you're underestimating your subject. You're not respecting your subject. Yeah, you're you're thinking you're thinking that you're smarter than your subject, and that you're in control of the situation. And at no point is she ever in control of the situation. Exactly. It's um yeah. That's the thing. I mean, it's a clever film, and there's shit to delve into. But at the same time, it's not scary. No, it's not scary. It's not. It's not a horror film. Yeah, I'm yeah, not sure what what genre it is, but it's not a horror film. 
And I mean, that's interesting. I mean, because there, there's um, that sequence where he he goes missing out in 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 the woods, and she goes looking mm. for him. I swear, there's a similar sequence in Creep. Yeah, and it is like it is a scare sequence. Whereas here, it's just like she just sees him. Like, Okay, and we're good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's um, it, I don't know. It's just this really weird mirror image of of the first film. Um, but you're, you're almost you're not on side with him, but mm. you see his point of view more. And I wonder whether Creep Free will basically just have you. It's almost like a free a trilogy of sympathising with a psychopath or something. Um, yeah. I'm fascinated to see where they go with it. Yeah, I, I'm the same. I, I, I'm kind of very much looking forward to seeing. You know, you, you don't mind spending time with this character because he, he, it's it's such kind of multifaceted character. But like you say, in this one, there's no. He very much does seem to just be being quite open and honest with it. But. He's also still at the same time very erratic and very unpredictable. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It, it, um, I, I, it's a really interesting film. Um, it is. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, the thing is, when it started and it said Netflix production, I thought, shit, this isn't on fucking Netflix and I've just paid five fucking 99 to rent it out of it. Uh, and the check Netflix was like, it's not, no, that's really fucking weird. But I'm perfectly happy to have paid five ninety nine to have watched it, to be honest. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'm, you know, in the end of the day, Creep didn't cost me anything. So. No. And, I, and do you know what? If I'd have gone to see it at the cinema, I'd probably been perfectly fine with it. Yeah, that's true, actually. Yeah, I'd have been all right with that, too. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have had issue with it at all. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not sure. I think, I think it, it, it's, uh, like you say, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to the next one. Yeah, uh, definitely not shit. Yeah, um, definitely not shit, 67%. Touching cloth, 17%. And shit, 17%. Uh, and again, nothing for Geostone. Um, so, we do have a question um, from uh, Steve Dixon uh, at The Great SD. Um, currently hanging movie posters in a newly made music slash film uh, creation room. So far, I have the thing... And Terminator, any great movie poster ideas? Well, I mean, are we talking theatrical or are we talking kind of like Mondo-y? Um, I'd always stay, go for movies that you love rather than posters that you love. Well, yeah, I mean, like the two movie posters we've got up in my hallway are... Um, a Blade Runner print that Noel bought me for Christmas because he's lovely like that um, years ago um, because we've all known each other for quite a long time now. Um, yep. And like years ago, he bought me that. And it's brilliant. Um, and a Mondo War for the Planet of the Apes poster because it's apes on horses looking fucking furious. I have seen and, that one, yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, definitely films you love rather than posters you love, because the, the other poster I have, which is currently hiding, is uh, my Crimson Peak poster. Which it's I a bought, really nice fucking poster. Which is a great poster. I like Crimson Peak, 
but A, I don't love Crimson Peak. I bought it before the film came out as a kind almost like A, I know I'm going to love Crimson Peak, and then I didn't. And B, I can't have that pop poster up while Lottie is as young as she is and notices things. <laughs> Uh, well, I've got it. I've got in my living room. Um, I've got a Dark Knight poster. Weirdly, I've got a Dark Knight poster that I got free in Empire. Um, I've got a Halloween poster, a Blade Runner poster, the Japanese uh, original poster from my neighbour Totoro, and I have a limited edition print, uh, a Mondo one for First Blood. Very good. I would like to get a. I would like to get a Streets of Fire one. Um, That'd be good. Um, that's the wall there. Um, but also as well, I, I think the way that I, I that I get posters and I've bought posters previously is I have kind of got, going in with a mental list of right. Like it doesn't necessarily have my favourite film. I think you're best off starting with your favourite film. For instance, I don't have an Apocalypse Now picture poster. I probably should, but I don't. Mm. Because I've never got one that's made me go... I've never seen one that's made me go, that's the fucking one. I've always seen them and gone, ah, no, not quite. I do have one. I have one for when they did the Redux um, and they re-released it in cinemas about five or six years ago. I've got one of the big cinema posters for that, but it's a um, it's a four-sheet um, one. And so... I need to get a billboard poster to put it in and also it's landscape. So everything else is portrait. So it would look a little bit weird. So I've got to find somewhere for that. Um, but in my office, I've got um, a lot of the, a lot of giallo posters in there, the, the mini ones that you got with the arrow things. I've got all those framed. Nice. But the way I get them is I, I, I'll come with a list of films that I would, you know, that, that I like and that I think might have a cool poster and I'll just fucking look for those and then go from there. But I, I think that there's also a, a thing of try and get something that's interesting. So if you can find like a, a Mondo poster for a film you love or anything like that, even if you're spending a little bit more, it is more like artwork um, for that. And it's, I'm very much one, I, 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 I really, really dislike generic artwork. I don't get why people have it on their fucking walls. I, I will, will not have it in the house. Um, <laughs> and I fucking hate it. Wall art is fucking worse. I despise the fucking crap. Um, <laughs> but as well, it, it is. It, it Wall art is. I don't have enough fucking personality to decide what to put on my walls, so I'm going to let Habitat do it for me. Um, <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, um, but as well, I, I, I don't. I don't like having um, pictures. Like, there's no pictures of Isabel anywhere in our house. And people mentioning it, I'm like, I know what she fucking looks like. She lives with me. <laughs> I don't need a picture. That's Which, that's quite cold. All right, I don't. Fair enough. But I, I, I don't. I, I've never have. I'm not. I'm, I don't really. I, I, I've never seen the point. Which is weird because there was in in the house I grew up in. There was loads of pictures. But the weird thing is, and I think this is the reason why there was loads of pictures. But none of them were of me. They were just all of my sister. Hmm. To the point of where I don't know if I've said this on the podcast before. I might have done, but I might not. Um, our chimney breast at home before when I, I when my parents were still together and we we all lived together. Um, our chimney breast there. 
there was a poster-sized picture of my sister on the chimney breast, and on the mantelpiece underneath it, there was another two pictures of her, and then one in the middle, a picture there. But there wasn't a single picture of me uh, in the living room. There was a picture of me as a baby that my dad thought was of me, but it wasn't. It was actually my sister. That's pretty solid. So yeah, so there was there was all all of that. So I think that is kind of so maybe in some subconscious ways made me go, I'm not having fucking pictures of me on my fucking kids up on my walls. So I thought so, so, so instead I have I have a big on my chinny breads is a big huge my neighbor Totoro poster. Uh, I well I take that. Yeah, I do. I fucking love that poster. Yeah, no, and I got because I love the poster and love the film, but Becky adores the film and adores the poster, so it was that kind of. Oh, I got it as a gift to her. Yeah, we got we got some Toro stuff up in Lottie's room. She loves it. Ah, lovely. Uh, Isabella instantly has a Empire Records poster up in her bedroom. Oh man, she's getting older. I remember when she wasn't as old as she is now. It's, it's fucking scary, mate. Yeah, mm. yeah. That, that's that's the room that Noel will be staying in. Nice. Cool. Yes. Uh, right. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? I think that's that's it for episode uh, 230. Wow. Fucking hell. Oh, 250's coming up quick, man. I know. We're, we're chasing. We're, we're only a few weeks away from our fifth birthday. Yeah, that's fucked. Cool. Uh, what are we doing next week, then? We're doing... Uh, you'll have, hopefully... Um, Timings permitted. We're hoping, me and Noel are hoping to go and see Mildly Hungover on Saturday morning. Um, a very bad mom's Christmas, and then we'll I be gar- covering I that. Guarantee you that's not happening. <laughs> I ga- yeah, I, that's the thing is, I doubt there's going to be an early enough screening of it, is, is my worry. No, fuck off. It's just, it's not going to happen. I Right, I'm going to say this now, and this is, I kind of hope Noel hears this before he goes. You guys are just going to get pissed. You'll be up for it. Noel won't be. <laughs> Noel, prove me wrong. Uh, bad mom. I'm going to check and see. Because I, I said before, it, it, it's often at screening things don't get put up for York. Um, right. No, I'm fucking early. checking right now. Like, what, what? when you say not uh, early no, enough. Saturday, 2.45. It's going to be too late. Right. No, no, you're not getting out of it this e- that easily. 2.45, I think Noel's got him back for a certain time. You're not getting out of it that easily. There's got to be more than one cinema in fucking York. Not, 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 not that's showing that, unfortunately. We're down to just two cinemas at the moment. 12.45. Is it 12.45? Yeah. In York? Yeah. Where at? A view? A view. I've not got that list on mine, but that. But then again, like I say, it sometimes does change. Our 12.45 is fine, then we'll probably get to that. Yes! I'm looking forward to this. Right. 12.45 gives enough time to get breakfast and then go to the cinema. You're not, yeah, you're not getting out of this shit. Noel's hangovers don't kick in till two o'clock, do they? No, they fucking do. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to refer, I'm, I'm not going to say anything, but his fucking hangovers kick in earlier than that, man. Uh, I, I, I've been with Noel, he's all right, then is it two o'clock and it's just gone downhill from there? Nah, 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 nah. Right, okay. N- nah, nah. I'm not right, we might have that. that. Um, and we're also going to, we'll have uh, me and your good self chatting the Killing of a Sacred Deer if I can get to go and see it. 
Good. Otherwise, you two have to record an entire show by yourselves. Well, we might even do some fucking. We might we might even discuss a fake news story while we're a little bit drunk on Friday night. Okay, that, that yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that actually. Yeah, I, I know so what that's about. So yes. yeah, where we got angry about it before we realised it's a fake news story, and I'm not going to tell you people what it was because because me and Noel decided we're still going to discuss it anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so yeah, episode two hundred thirty. Uh, there is interesting things because I've worked out a way to record stuff on my iPad um, so there'll be a few shows for myself and Ian's recording something tonight um, also as well uh, I'm able to get some stuff written in the next couple of days to go on the site so dudemonkey.com um, patreon slash dudemonkey at dudemonkey at Ian Lauren at dudefors dudemonkey at gmail.com Ian am I forgetting anything? No that's it I better go record some Star Trek cool Right, I'm going to go down and eat food. Yep, later. Thank you very much for listening, peeps.